Let me introduce the <laughs> new ace of the Baltimore Orioles, Corbin Burns, joining us right now on yeah, FT man. Live. Looks like a new man. Corbin, how you doing, man? And take us through the play-by-play of your last 12 hours. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's still a little crazy. Um, you know, obviously a lot, uh, lot, lot to get in line. This will be the the first uh, spring training in Florida, moving to a new city. So there's uh, obviously a lot to uh, to get in order in the next, gosh, what, 10, 10, 11 days before I'm heading out. So um, it's exciting. It's an exciting new ball club. Um, looking forward to get going. But uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely been a crazy. Yeah, I guess yeah, a little over twelve hours now. What, what do I do with my card now? It's a sad day for my. <laughs> Corbin Burns card. What do I do with it now? Do I like paint it orange, the hat orange, and change it to Orioles? Or <laughs> I mean, my favorite player got traded. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, we'll just have to get you a new one in the in the, the Orioles orange. How how was your how was your bullpen today? Was it a little bit extra adrenaline because you're thinking, mm. man, I got I got you know some people I got to impress now. New team, new teammates. I uh, d- definitely definitely lighten the radar uh, gun up a little bit. So I'm I'm kind of. I'm a, I'm a fix ahead than I'm usually at this at this point in the off season. So uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a little extra adrenaline, a little extra juice going, but uh, yeah, it was it, it was good. Let me let me ask you this. Uh, I, I want to know some details, brother. I'm I think it, it's the coolest thing. Like, how did this go down? With you know other teams involved, you're going back and forth with your agent. Who called you first? Like, can can we talk about that a little bit? These are like the exciting parts about how like really things go. Nobody really hears about this kind of stuff. So. Talk to us about how it went down and how your last 24 hours were and the, the excitement or, you know, you know, the wife is like, here we go. What are we going to do? So tell us about everything. <laughs> yes, I was, we were, we were just finished uh, eating dinner. We we're sitting down, we we're watching TV, my kid screaming at me on the ground to play. And, um, the phone rings for the, the, you know, the, the GM of the Brewers is calling. Um, and I told my wife, as soon as I saw the, the phone call, I said, I just got traded. She's like, what, what do you mean? I said, watch. So I answer the phone and, and, you know, obviously they, they, they give the spiel of how much you mean to the, what you meant to the organization, you know, the last six, seven years, um, you know, looking for the, you know, now in the future, blah, blah, blah. Um, then I've been, I've been traded to the Baltimore Orioles. And so that was about it on that phone call. Um, and then, so immediately I pick up the phone to, to call my agent. Cause I know that it's going to be, uh, basically a shit storm for the next 24 or 48 hours to, to try to get things, um, you know, lined up with, you know, travel and moving. And like I say, the wife's like going, well, what, what are we going to do now? We got a, got a house in Milwaukee, this and that. Um, so basically after I get off the phone from him, I'm getting the call from Mike, uh, Mike Elias from the, the Orioles. And obviously he's, he's fired up. Um, you know, he said he'd been, he'd been working for months to, to, to try to make this deal happen. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if the, the change in ownership, um, prompted a, a little bit extra effort to, uh, to get the deal done, but, um, that was it. So that was that phone call. And then it was the, the phone call after phone call and start looking on, you know, Airbnbs for, for spring training and everything else. So it's, uh, still definitely ongoing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's exciting. What's the number situation going to look like with Baltimore? Because I don't know if you checked who's got yours, but it is taken at the moment. I, I, I have no idea. I haven't gotten, gotten that far yet. I'm sure that's going to happen in the next, uh, next couple of days. Once, uh, once the dust settles here a little bit, but, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Bradish Wait, who's got thirty nine? Bradish. Oh, are you gonna drop the time card on him? Are you gonna be like <laughs> time card kid, Cy Young? See that trophy? That's a Cy Young kid. When you win one of those, then you can win uh, thirty nine. I, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. I'm, I, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. 
Oh, uh, okay. That's that's a big play to bust. I mean, you can you can drop the big guns on him here and be like, listen, I'll give you <laughs> five hundred bucks, Brad. I sure a good pitcher, but Cy Young, you know, lots of years. You know, it, it makes sense. By the way, you're gonna love Sarasota, okay? So I know you're used to Arizona spring training. You're gonna absolutely love Sarasota. You can take your kids fishing. There's sunsets. There's great restaurants. There's water. There's grass. There's all these cool things they don't have in Arizona. It's amazing. I mean, you might have to travel a little bit more to get to your games, but I'm sure you're not going to pitch in too many road games. So just trust me. When you get to Sarasota, you're going to be like, damn, I am in God's country. <laughs> I'm excited. Like I said, it's my first spring training out there, and you won't believe who the first player was that texted me about it. I'll give you one guess. Oh, I was going to say Kratz. No, I'm going to say Cal Ripken. He, no, nah, he's he, he's a frequent on the show, Ra- Rowdy Teles, because he's in he's not far. Oh, nice. he's just oh, so Rowdy was all over. Oh, you're gonna love Sarasota, this and this. so so Ra- I think Rowdy was more fired up for for me being in Florida Spring Training more than anything. But I think he was more happy that now that I, I think we only played the, the Pirates what one time this year. So I think he's uh, he's just excited to have to have to wear a cutter off the you know, off the back shoulder. Now you get him in spring training. You get him in spring training, and also because you guys will play each other like every game, so. Because Bradenton and Sarasota, you guys can live together, and you can hit them every time because, I mean, you guys are like 10 minutes from each other, so you're going to love that. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Probably not with Rowdy. But the other thing is, and it, just think about this. In Sarasota, you can drive your own car to the park. You can leave when you're done. I mean, it, it's just – it's it's one of those things. But has Freddie Peralta reached out to you? Because he said he hadn't called Hater when we had him on the other day. So has Freddie reached out to you? Because if he hasn't – Next time we have one, we're going to say he hasn't reached out to Hater or Corbin Burns. It's it's funny you say that's so on my way to my bullpen. I actually texted Freddie, um, texted him about you know that you know, me, me, me and Freddie have been together every season for the last eight years since I was drafted. So he's like the one guy that's been on every team that I've had. So I texted him, um, you know, thanking him for for the time and being a good teammate. And he owns like three or four houses in Milwaukee. So I was asking him if he wanted to buy another one. <laughs> that's a smart move get him early yeah you're gonna have to get him quick now that's um i remember when i got traded we had to sell the house too it's not fun so your wife uh give her give her some extra love all right um my question to you is now you got adley rutschman dude are you excited about having him behind the dish and working with him throughout the year yeah yeah i mean obviously he's one of the one of the most exciting young catchers in the game uh does it well from both sides of the plate. Um, so excited to, uh, to to you know obviously get into camp and get to work with him. Um, you know it's the, the the challenge every year is is getting a getting a good feel of throwing with your catchers. And so this will be uh, for me it's what the third season in a row now that it'll it'll be a you know kind of new catcher uh, new battery situation. So to to get into camp and just have those conversations with him, throw bullpens to him, um, get comfortable with him back there, get him comfortable with me. Um, you know, it's, it, it's a longer process than I think most people understand. Obviously, AJ, you know that. Um, but it's one of those things that it takes multiple weeks, multiple bullpens, you know, game sessions just to kind of get that comfortability and kind of get on the same page. So definitely looking forward to it. But that's, uh, that's probably the biggest challenge heading into camp. Corbin, you know your name had popped up in trade rumors for a while and that this was going to happen eventually, although maybe not until after the season with Milwaukee, given some of the moves they had recently made. Are you relieved that it happens now versus in July? And were you surprised, given that they signed Reese Hoskins recently, that they weren't going to say, you know what, screw it, let's just go into the season and see what happens? 
Yeah, definitely was shocked. Um, definitely this it being this late in the spring, like you say, with some of the the, the moves that the Brewers had made to you know to, to better the offense and um, kind of get some more depth. But um, yeah, whether it was now or July, um, it's probably better that it was it was now, just so you know, you know, going in, you're getting a full season of work with these guys. You don't have to jump into jump into a new team midseason, trying trying to learn things on the fly while you're in the middle of the season. So now at least get. You get six weeks. You get to meet everyone. You get to get that uh, you know the relationship going with the catchers, with the infielders, just really everyone that it involves um, you know, having a full healthy season. So um, probably definitely better that it happened now, knowing that um, there's a lot of work that goes into it. But um, yeah, I was definitely shocked, um, and there was shock when when I called my agent and he was like, "Wait, seriously? What?" It kind of goes counterproductive to what they. Uh, you know, some of the sentiment, uh, the comments that were said with uh, the Hoskins signing. So it was definitely, I think, caught everyone off guard. Um, I think the only people that didn't catch off guard was the Orioles front office because they, you know, when I, I talked to Mike Elias on the phone, he was like, this has been been three months in the making. We've been trying to get you. So um, he was obviously fired up, and it's a good young organization that won a lot of baseball games last year and, and hopefully won a lot more baseball games this year. I forgot. So you and Hoskins both have boards, right? So you found out before Scott did. Is that normal too, by the way? Do you find out, I guess the team calls the player and then you kind of relay the message over? Because yeah, he had just been working with the Brewers on the Hoskins deal. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing from from what I've heard some other guys is, is the team will kind of reach out to you first before the news spreads. Um, I think I knew probably it was about 30, 35 minutes before um, it went public um just obviously talking to, to the to both gms agents and then then it goes public and then then you know then your phone starts blowing up so i i, I probably had a good 30 minute window before uh before it went public well who leaked it did you leak it did scott leak it did your wife leak it did your kid leak it i mean who leaked it 30 <laughs> like, minutes is a I small leaked. window I, I have no idea who leaked it. I, I don't know who it was. I don't know because I'm sure that the teams announced after. So I, I don't know where the where the leak was. Who who say who said what to who? But um, yeah, there was there there was about 30 minutes before before I started getting all the you know the phone calls and um, you know everyone reaching out wanting to know what happened and knew if I knew about it and that kind of thing. And I was I was caught off guard just like everyone else was. Uh. What's your message to Brewer fans? Because you were there and you had a great career, obviously, there. What's your what's your message to Brewers fans? And then we'll follow that up when you're done with what's your message to Orioles fans? You're a new team. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I just wanted to, you know, obviously thank the fans, thank, thank the organization. Um, that's the only organization I, I had been a part of up to this point. Um, you know, they gave me a gave me a chance out of college. They gave me a second chance after after 2019 when I struggled so bad. And um, you know, we had a had a lot of lot of winning seasons, a lot of good baseball over there. Um, you know, I felt honored to be a part of, you know, the best stretch of baseball in, in Brewers history, um, you know, to have that many winning seasons, to go to the postseason that many times. Um, you know, we had a really good thing going over there. And, you know, each year it seemed like we were, you know, one piece away, one, you know, one big game away from from going all the way. So um, I loved every minute of, of being in that city. Uh, the people in, in Milwaukee and the Midwest are, are great and treated me great. Um, so it was definitely a, a time that me and my wife loved. Um, you know, my son got to spend a couple of years there. So it was a, a place that will always have a, you know, a special place in our heart. Um, and hopefully whenever we visit there, we, we get to visit all of our, you know, our favorite restaurants and, and get to see all the people that we made those connections with over the years. But, um, definitely, definitely, you know, weird feeling when you get traded because you, you got the excitement and you got a little bit of the, you know, the kind of the sadness of the, of the emotions of being in a place for one year that, um, you know, it's all 
change is, is not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing, but this is change and something that uh, we got to get used to really quickly. And then uh, the, the message to the Orioles fans is, look, I'm going to come over there and do what I've done for the last four years, go out and, and compete every five days, give everything I got. Um, you know, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm accustomed to, to winning baseball, so it's, a, it's an organization that is up and coming and has done a lot of winning last year and um, has a great young core, great young players, exciting team. Um, that I'm looking to uh, hopefully add my my touch to and and uh, win a lot more baseball games and get to the World Series and hopefully win the whole thing. Well said, brother. Well said. Um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Big dog. <laughs> Good stuff, bro. The go, one of the goats right that there. That could have been Corbin right there instead yeah, of Tiger. Uh, it it might have been. He, he might be giving him high fives. Let's go, Big Let's dog. Let's go. You're on a contender. Hey, anyway, I want to talk about the AL East a little bit. Um, you're going to have to face some big dogs going there. We know a couple of teams aren't, you know, at the capacity where they used to be. Yankees, Blue Jays, you got some teams that you're going to have to contend with. The Rays are always good. Have you thought about – I know it's it's brand new, but have you thought about going up there facing, you know, uh, a Soto and Judge and what you, what you got to do to get those guys out? I haven't yet. Um, that was actually – I thought about – Probably about 10 minutes after my, my bullpen, some of the new um, you know ballparks that I've only been to maybe one time in my career, um, facing the American League, who over the last six years haven't faced that many teams. So it's going to be a lot of a lot of new ballparks, a lot of new faces to to learn, a lot of a lot of scouting reports, and a lot of time that we're going to put in to to get to know these guys and, and have some plans of attack. But um, yeah, it's exciting. So some some of the you know, the ballparks and the, the cities in that um, division are so historic and, and have teams have had teams for so long that's great baseball communities, great baseball fans. Um, so definitely, definitely looking forward to it. But um, yeah, going to be a lot more homework as far as having to, uh, you know, new scouting reports, not playing the, the Cubs and the Pirates and the Cardinals, you know, six, seven times a year and, and having the same scouting report and tweaking it here and there. And now it's a whole new, uh, whole new ball game, whole new scouting reports, a lot more, uh, a lot more time doing video and, and the homework to uh, to prepare for those teams. Sure. Welcome to the Northeast, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you going to grow the mullet back out? I don't know. It's 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 kind of long now. I, I haven't decided if it's uh, going to get cut off or if it's going to stay and let it keep going. Um, oh, look, there's there's Kratzy texting me right now. He's he's missing the show, but he's texting Unbelievable. me. Unbelievable. Like, Do you know where he is, by the way? Where is he? He's on an African safari. He's so pissed. That's actually where he is. I kid you not. Eric Kratz, who has been waiting for this moment for like six months to interview you, can't do it because there's no service in South Africa next to that guy. Oh, he's on the plane now. Oh, he's on his way back. Yeah. But there you wow. go, Corbin. <laughs> Bush League. Bush that, League. That's pretty cool, though. That's pretty. I wish one of those lines or would attack Kratz and try and tackle him. for. Kratz would win. <laughs> he would win. Yeah, that's Chuck Norris right there. <laughs> um, AJ, did you have one or? No, I'm just laughing at Kratz because I'm just <laughs> laughing that Kratz is on a plane and he's text. He just found out. I mean, this happened like I don't know, 12 hours ago. Hey. I'm laying in bed. I remember I'm laying in bed and, I, and it comes across my phone. Corbin Burns got traded. I'm like, oh shit, I got to get up because I'm like, I knew we were gonna do. I knew we were gonna do a show live, and I was we like, did. man, and we did last night. So thank you. For not making it too late, but I like jumped up. Was like, oh no, I gotta go. <laughs> what did he say, by the way? What did Kratz say just now? Can you read it? I mean, obviously, anything Kratz says is automatically going to be recited on this show. Congrats on the trade. Crazy happy for you. Bummed 
I'm not on with you right now, but juice to see you in the orange. There you go. There you go. All right. He's back. Um, okay. So question for you. I'm sure you saw a few days ago the move, the news for the Orioles. They have new ownership. So how exciting is that? Because there's a group coming in that obviously has some deep pockets. It's got some Dodgers, Mets vibes because it's big finance billionaires coming over to take this Baltimore team that already is super stacked and talented and maybe add some money to it. And hey, I mean, we talked to you last time about the arbitration, you know, uh, settlement that you made and the Orioles are adding some some serious cash here between you and Kimbrel. So I don't know how much you've paid attention to that news, but I was saying I, th- I think it's a factor here because they can up their payroll. This is getting a little businessy, but teams that are selling will keep their payroll low because that'll help the franchise value. But now that that deal's done, this could be like glorious times in Baltimore. And if come July, you guys need something, they might add more than they used to. Yeah, I definitely think that, you know, it's got to be the most exciting time um, for that Baltimore organization that, it, you know, since, gosh, for, I think ever, ever since the, the Angelos took over, I think, uh, I think it's kind of been that, head in that direction. So to, to have this new ownership that, I don't know if they had anything to do with, with this trade. Maybe they, you know, gave the go ahead to pull the trigger um, and have plans on, you know, adding more now, adding more at the deadline. Um, but just knowing that you have an ownership group that's willing to go out and spend money, um, I think is what you want from an organization. You want to know that, Hey, if we're contending, you're going to be able to add or in the off season, we need some pieces, you're going to go out and get those pieces. I think that's what, um, I think any player that plays in the organization, any fan base, um, of an organization wants to know is that their ownership is going to go out there and add. And, um, when you need something, they're going to, they're going to go get it. So. Um, it's definitely you know exciting knowing that this ownership change is, is, has the possibility of doing that. It looks like they're going to do that. Um, so it could be you know the beginning of something really good in Baltimore, especially like you say with that young group of um, players that burst onto the scene the last couple of years and have been so good. We can show that tweet too while I'm asking this next question to Corbin. There you go. It's your boy Adam Jones, FT host, saying woke up to this because <laughs> he's usually in Europe. So that I think was early. In the morning, huge welcome to Berlin. I've been texting Adam this morning mm. too. He's fired up. I'm sure you'll see a ton of him. He's a legend out there. Have you spoken in depth at all with anyone in the Orioles org yet? You know, Elias, Hyde, etc. About just whatever the loose plans. I'm sure you're not getting into the nitty gritty yet, but loose plans of what to expect there, or just a hey, we're excited to have you. This is our big move. You, everything right now has just been the you know the initial um, in, intros. Um, glad to have you kind of thing. Um, I, I, I think there's obviously a lot, lot that's going to happen in the next couple of days as far as me and getting things set up and travel wise. But, um, I talked to Hyde, um, later, late last night. Um, he, we're going to jump on a call this weekend or early next week, just to, to you know, get to know each other a little more, break things down. Um, I'm sure at some point in the, in the next week or so, I'll, I'll do the same with Elias. But, um, right now it's more just getting the intros done. Um, getting everything, you know, scheduling wise, when I'm in the gout there, um, living arrangements, that kind of stuff. That's kind of the, the priority right now, just to make sure I have a place when I get there. But, um, like I said, we got, we got plenty of time to, to have those conversations, but I'm sure, um, there'll be some phone calls, but this weekend, early next week of, of kind of getting in depth and, and just talking about the, you know, the direction of, of what's, what's going on, what's happening. Um, you know, it's a, it's a brand new organization that, you know, I got, I got to learn about and, a lot of new faces I got to learn, a lot of names that I'll probably forget at some point along the way. So, um, yeah, just uh, just a lot of moving parts, though. Would you be open to an extension? I know you haven't got there yet, and I know your agent, Scott Boris, usually doesn't like – but if they came to you with a big number, and I don't, I'm not even going to throw numbers out there, 
But would you be open to to staying with the team if in the middle of a season? I'm I'm just saying again. I know you haven't been there, but would you be open if they came to you and said, "Hey, there's ten years, five hundred million, just random numbers." Would you would you be open to it no matter what? Um, I I, I think. I think my, my word probably still stands true from when, when I said the last time I was on, it's one of those things that um, being away from free agency, I think it'd be something that would kind of have to blow you away. Um, you know, I think everyone likes to, to get to that opportunity. Everyone puts in a lot of time to get that opportunity to, to, to kind of pick where they want to play and, and see what their true value is on the market. Um, you know, obviously with this new ownership group coming in, you, you never know what, uh, what can happen. But um, yeah, I think being away from being a year away from free agency and kind of the most exciting time of being a player that gets to that point is being able to to kind of choose where you want to be. And um, look, I've I've yeah, you know, like you said, I've, I've never have never been to Baltimore, never done anyone in this organization yet. Could love it. Um, things may change um, as things kind of progress, but um, just kind of where I'm at and where I'm sitting, it's one of those things that I'm a year away from free agency. If they come out with um, with an offer that absolutely blows me away, and it's something that. Um, you know, me and my family just can't turn down, then, then yeah, there's, I think there's a possibility, but I think that's, you know, kind of, everything kind of holds true to, to what I've been saying for really the, the entire offseason. But if they come at me with something crazy, then, then yeah, then it'll definitely go under, under consideration. But if not, hopefully we go and uh, have a great year and this year and we win the World Series and we can look in the rearview mirror and see what happens. Corbin, one or two fan questions before you jump. So Mike said, are you excited to finally get a start against Tampa, only AL East team you haven't faced? You mentioned how some of these ballparks are a little less familiar. Have you never faced the Rays? I haven't, no. So we uh, we played the Rays in their place, I believe, last year, and they came our place the year before and and, and never crossed paths with them, no. Um, so I, that'll, that'll be a team that I haven't faced. And there's, there's gotta be another AL team out there I haven't faced cause we, we don't play them all that much, but I don't know where I off the top of my head, but, um, I, I, I do know that the Rays are one that I have not started against. So we'll, uh, we'll see. There you go. The trap's lovely any time of year. <laughs> there's a nice roof. So, uh, I kid and I can, cause I live nearby. I have one for you real quick, too, on Milwaukee. I know you mentioned you were shocked because I was. I was really shocked. I thought that once the Reese Hoskins move was made that they were going to say, you know what, screw it. We think we're the best team in the Central. Your team won the Central by nine games last year. And I know there's no big woo. Brandon Woodruff is going to miss probably the entire year with the shoulder surgery. But still, I thought on paper, you guys probably would have been the favorites, maybe close with Cincinnati at the moment. The Cubs haven't done that much. Are you surprised that Milwaukee didn't even kind of have some personal beef? Knowing Mark Atanasio, too, was very pissed that Mark Craig Council left and said, you know what, screw it. We're going to win this division and beat up the Cubs this year. Yeah, so from what I had heard um, just through, you know, agency, through some of the, the organization guys that I you know grew close with the Brewers, that was kind of the sentiment. It was kind of like, hey, counts left. They got one more year before guys are going to go to free agency. Let's add some pieces. Let's go, um, you know, let's go beat the guys and make sure we beat the Cubs. And I know there was a little bit of bad blood there, but um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know what changed in the the, the last couple of weeks, um, when I talked to Elias, he said that, you know, obviously the, the Brewers were, were open to trading me. And then he said, part, you know, probably through the, the, the off season, they said, nope, we're not trading them. And then he said, as of recently, um, you know, they were open to trading me again. So it was kind of, you know, on and in, you know, on again, off again, kind of thing for, for the entire off season. And, um, eventually they, you know, they got it done. So I don't know if there's something that changed in, the their organization, you know, 
thought process um, or if it was kind of one of those things that they've, they've been open to it the entire offseason and just waiting for the right deal and it came. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't really know, but it was definitely definitely caught me by surprise. I'm going to point one thing out, and then we'll let you go. One game at Camden Yards. Do you remember what you did or no? I think it was a pretty good one, if I remember. It was early on in uh, in 2021. Or no, excuse me, that was 2022. Yeah, it was, it was yes. maybe – early april in 2022 i think okay uh, out was it nine or ten that day seven shutout innings eight k's one one walk that's that's pretty good so yeah i I remember it was a good one (laughs) that's really good let's do that a few times let's do that a couple times that's awesome (laughs) that's great well corbin here i'll give hold on wait what's it going to be like april 12th that's what I was going to finish with. Milwaukee yeah. comes oh, I was going to test him on the date. Did you know? Uh, he doesn't know because, dude, he listen, there's a million things going through his head right now. He's like, where am I going to live? Siesta Key, Longboat Key in Sarasota. Beautiful. Anna Maria is beautiful. Text AJ if you need tips. He's the man. But, I, but like, what, what's it going to be like? You take the mound. You look over there. Murph's yelling at you, right? Christian Yelich walks up to lead off, and you're like, oh, man, I know this guy really well. Like, it's, it's a different <laughs> feeling. So at, at one point there there will be a ball somehow airmailed into that dugout trying to hit Murph just just, just to get him probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. If I can get Murph off his game and get, get him in some other world thinking about something else and they'll they'll just fall apart. No, but it, it'll be uh it, it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be fun to see those guys. Obviously, you know I won't get to see any of them this year in, in spring training, so that'd be the first time I get to get to see those guys again. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't know that we were playing them early in April only because, you know, some of the guys in the organization that had, had texted me, um, you know, thanking me doing, you know, get, saying the goodbyes, that kind of thing said, Hey, we'll see you in early April. So then I went and looked and saw that we, uh, we, we had that series with them pretty early on. And I don't know if we'll match up against them or not. Um, you know, we'll see, I don't, I don't know how things, I don't know how many games in that is and who knows what's going to happen earlier, but, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun to get to see those guys across the way and, and, chat it up with a couple of them and hopefully go eight score this game. Yeah. Warm up pitch. Just a little chuck over to Murph. Oops. My bad Murph. Love you. Love it. Corbin, congrats, man. Congratulations. I know you mentioned like getting this done before the season starts now before spring training. It's really cool. You're going to an exciting franchise. That's obviously already coming off 101 wins and you're the man for doing this. A lot of the fans obviously in the chat are like, we need more of this in our game. So really appreciate you. I know there's a lot going on and we'll see you in Sarasota. A little short trip for AJ and me. We'll be there in a few weeks. <laughs> awesome. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks, Corbin. Appreciate you. Cheers, man. Yeah. Corbin Burns joining us on FT Live. That was freaking awesome. Great stuff. How cool is that? How that cool is awesome. that? I mean, the best part is he's like, I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> you know, Todd, happened. you were Todd, you were traded, right? You were traded. A bunch, yeah. Yeah, right. The first, especially the first time, you're just like, wait a oh. minute, what, what the, what, what do I? Oh my gosh, wait. I remember I got traded. I was in Hawaii on a wedding, and I was like, uh, I'm twelve thousand miles away from where I live. Uh, what do I do here? How, what? Uh, yeah. Um, Wait, spring training's in Arizona instead of Florida where I was living at, in Fort Myers? You're like, it's just eye-opening. And then you're like, wait, I got to meet all new people. I got to meet all new front office people, all new clubhouse people, all new trainers, all new, you know, people that help, all, all the assistant people. Yep. It's just like, gosh, man, it's a lot to remember. New teammates. Oh, yeah, and then I got to play baseball. It's just, it's a lot. But, man, you know, once he gets there, if he thinks about it, I mean, he's going to one of the best teams in baseball. So congratulations to him. Agreed. So let's keep the combo going for a sec on the Orioles because we do have fresh 
BetMGM odds on the Orioles' chances Ooh. to win the World Series. I don't think this is going to surprise anyone, but since the trade went down, which was last night around 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, I believe, 68% of bets and 85% of money is on the Orioles to win the World Series. And their line has moved up to plus 1,400. It didn't go down. I thought it would go down a little more than that. Me too. Me too. Do you think that the Yankees should be that different from the Orioles plus 900 versus the Orioles plus 1,400 and the Dodgers at plus 360? Do I think the Orioles have a really good chance of winning the World Series now? And again, I want to make this an important point. If we get to the trade deadline, you're not going to have an owner that's going to go, I'm not taking on money like that. So you either have to give up more prospects and make them cover the money. You know, you don't have to deal with any of that bullshit. The Orioles will be able to say, all right, who's the best blank that we need at the trade deadline? And they'll be able to go gung ho and they'll have the best prospect cover to be able to pull it off if they need to. There's a little more meat on the bone there for the Yankees and meaning that they should be either they're higher or the Orioles should be lower. So they should be a lot closer than that, in my opinion. So I would, I would put a good coin on, on them Orioles right now. Why not? I mean, this is sign one of the best pitchers in baseball. This is, listen, this is, this is more about the Dodgers, the Braves, the Yankees. People, they're trying to entice people to bet on the Orioles by putting the odds oh, just a little bit higher. And I'm with Todd, man. I, I think this is a good bet because I love their team. I love their rotation now with Corbin Burns, and I also love the fact, like Scott said, they'll go out and get whoever they need because they have the prospect capital to get whoever they want. If they want to go out and get, you name it, they can go do it because they have enough prospect capital to go do it. So I love where they're at, and I love this trade, and I I love those odds, man. I'm going to have to get on there and figure out a way to put some money down. Hey, we spoke to Corbin about the ownership group. He knows. He just joined the team. He followed the news that there's a new ownership group and they're going to be more aggressive. Think about this. I'm already pondering what, say, high leverage bullpen arm could be available either now or obviously especially in July. Like let's say the Cleveland Guardians have a crap year and they've already kicked around an Emmanuel Class A trade even though he's under team control for a long period of time. So the Orioles call him up and say, hey, listen, let's get ourselves a little Emmanuel Class A to help us for the stretch run here add them to the other high leverage dudes like Cano and Kimbrell at the back end of the bullpen. That's what I'm dreaming of. If I'm an Orioles fan now, all the options open up for you. Kenley Jansen, right? It's pretty expensive if he has another good year. And Boston's the last place team in the AL East. If they don't trade him before the season, they're going to trade him in July. You're going to be able to load up a bullpen like that because that's probably the one edge that the Astros have over everyone else right now in a playoff matchup. If you're going up against Houston, you better be leading early because 789 is a problem. Abreu, <laughs> Presley, Hater. That's the Agreed. biggest problem in baseball right now for every other team Ooh. in a playoff scenario. Mm-hmm. How you right. doing? Got to have a lead because right. chances are, even if you get to the sixth inning, they could start messing around Let- and bringing <clears throat> in that trio. Let's say, though, the Orioles need a starter and a reliever. They can go to the, the Guardians and say, we'll give you so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so for Class A and maybe a Shane Bieber, right? Tanner Bybee and Class A, right? Get that lockdown guy in the ninth or eighth and they get another starter. Why? Because they can. It's awesome. This is this is why it's, we've been harping on this now for two days. Now, what a great move and what a great day it is for 
Baltimore baseball because now they have owners that aren't afraid to pull the trigger and they're, they have money, hopefully we'll see to spend and they want to win, which is a big thing. I'm with you. Agreed. Quick look at what you've got with the BetMGM five for 158 offer. So place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the app of at least five bucks. You'll receive $158 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Download the app. Sign up and deposit at least five bucks into your new account. Place a wager of at least five bucks at standard odds price, and you'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Gambling problem or concern? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.